Are you ready to vibe? You're listening to Creepy Vibes Only. staff here jumping on to say thank you thank you thank you thank you a million trillion bajillion thank yous from the very bottom of our hearts for getting us to hit a thousand total plays we are so 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 lucky to have the best listeners in the world and we just wanted to say that we appreciate you and are looking forward to keep going on this journey with you We have some really, really fun stuff planned for the future and are super excited to do this with you, all of you. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, and on to the episode. We hope you enjoy it. Bye. Bonjour, bonjour. Hello, world. Hello, Hello. Milo. Hello, it's us. Again. Your weird friends. It's a musical now. And stuff. (laughs) This is now a musical podcast. (laughs) I have been like obsessed with Encanto. Ugh, it's so good. Iconic. It is the moment. (laughs) Literally anything Lin Manuel Miranda touches just turns to gold. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It also took me until this year to watch Hamilton. What? I know. What's wrong with you? They're coming in town. Are they? Yeah. Oh, we should go. We should. Tickets aren't that bad. We should also go to work the world. Yes. Because it's coming in... It's coming. There's At one point. There's tickets the for world sale. doesn't end before that. Yeah. Work the world. Is there a Small world? caveat. <laughs> I'm going to move this bag. So, oh um, my god. ASMR. 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 <laughs> wow. ASMR. Sorry. It's right in front of the mic. <laughs> I'm not sorry. So... What's keeping you up at night, Stephanie? Uh, I don't have anything. Back to normal. <laughs> okay, well, for me, Survivor's out. <laughs> Vampire Diaries is in. Really? Yeah. I'm rewatching Vampire Diaries because I. Oh, you're rewatching it? I was like, you've never watched it before? <laughs> no, I have. I'm rewatching it because what I. What am I rewatching? Heartland. Fuck a nerd. <laughs> I like horses. It's so good. I'm a horse girl at heart. <laughs> It's I say so that good. a lot of my friends are horse girls. I hate I don't hate horses. Horse I'm allergic to horses, so I don't like them. I want a horse. <laughs> I would not be around you because horses make my face fall off. That's my show. I'm just bitter about them because I can never love them the way I want to. They're so pretty. They make me die. Everything makes you die. I know. Have so you I guys heard? Not, I don't want to whisper when I'm recording a podcast. That's not helpful. <laughs> I was gonna say, have you guys heard of the time that Emma and I planned a trip to Mexico together. I showed her multiple pictures of a venue I went to, described it as a jungle. And then when we got there, she was surprised that it was a jungle. I wasn't surprised. I just didn't think of the consequences of it being a jungle because I have (laughs) severe allergies. Severe, but I am allergic to fallen in trees. (laughs) So yeah, which is why I don't go camping because I feel like I'm dying when I'm camping. (laughs) I don't go outside because the outside wants me to die. Yeah. I'm allergic to dust. So that was a fun trip. It was a fun trip, though. It was a great trip. A a lifeguard threw a... (laughs) 
<laughs> so sorry, that's really funny to me. Uh, I was in the room because my tummy is upset because my tummy gets upset. I just, my body's dying. Um, so I was chilling by the pool having a great time. And a lifeguard threw a tarantula at stuff. Not intentionally. <laughs> But I mean, in effect. he aimed at me. Okay, so there was a tarantula. I sorry, I'm telling the story. You lived it. So there was a tarantula that went into the pool, as one does, and people freaked out because obviously a tarantula is in the pool. Uh, and I'm being a good person, just sitting on my chair tanning, minding my own business. And then they like flick it out of the pool and it lands right in front of my chair. And everyone who, like, they're nuts. They all go around it to take pictures with it. And selfies are like, yeah. Tarantula, poisonous. <laughs> I'm trapped because there's people around my chair and then I'm, like, in front of it. So I'm, like, scooting at the back of my chair to get as far away as possible. And then this lifeguard's like, I'm going to save the day. Takes his flip-flop and hits it straight at me. <laughs> <laughs> I've never traveled so fast in my life. And it flew off of my chair. It was traumatizing. I was playing Luigi's Mansion on my Switch <laughs> in the room. Eating french fries. <sighs> it was, yeah. Good times. Good old pre-COVID. And then the first time I went to that resort, a year, like a few years before that, I like stepped on a scorpion in our bathroom. <laughs> so, traveling with me is something. That's great. That I've done. So much fun. Otherwise, Steph is like extremely low maintenance. She's like having a house plant. Just make sure she's hydrated and she just. I'm okay. It's great. Take bugs away from me. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. So, do you have a story for me? So, as some of you know, Steph likes to uh, start off the podcast with creepy facts. <gasps> so, I have a list of creepy facts. Yay! That's my creepy vibe this week. I thought you'd enjoy it. Oh, that's your story? Yeah. Fun! So much of creepy facts. Watch it. You have, like, all of the ones I have. And I'm like, fuck. Well, I'm not going through ones I think you've already done. Okay. So, shout out to shortlist.com. Oh. I don't think you've... I've tried to find a website that you haven't mentioned. I don't think they're on my list. So, we're going to go through their list. Okay. Um, And I want you to think about the one that you find the creepiest. Okay, okay. Fun okay. interaction. So creepy fact number one yes. revolves around Rainbow Valley. What a fun, cheerful name. It sounds like it. Now I'm scared. So it is referred to as an accidental graveyard. And Rainbow Valley is on Mount Everest. So oh, yeah. Do you know why it's called Rainbow Valley? Yes. After all of the jackets of the corpses that are left behind. Because unfortunately, if you die on Mount Everest, they can't really remove you. So Rainbow Valley... Uh, refers to all of the numerous corpses that are strewn about the hillside because it is a deadly place to climb. Apparently, it's full of trash too. Yeah, I really feel bad for the yeah. forest. Like it's not really. It's been through a lot. Yeah, we need to do something to clean it up because it's one of like the wonders of the world. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Rainbow Valley, really great. Now let's talk about Little Albert. Oh. AKA the Little Albert experiment. So John Watson carried out this experiment. And the point of it was to determine if fear is something that is like natural to us or if it's something we learn. Okay. So this is awful. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's we're like nervous. A coping response because it's genuinely awful. So to determine if it was, you know, innate or something we learn. He repeatedly traumatized a sick baby. <gasps> and he kidnapped this baby every day. 
on from the on-campus daycare facility without its mother's knowledge. And he would kidnap it by presenting it with soft, fluffy things while slamming a gong with a hammer from behind a curtain to scare it. As a consequence, the baby developed a phobia of white, fluffy things. And the experiment only ended because Albert's mother found out and moved them away. And then Albert died before he was six. <sighs> Fucking awful. I'm speechless. Yeah. What the fuck? Yep. The next one is the Jonestown Massacre, but we talked about the last week, so I'm just gonna skip right over that. Uh, baby Farmer. So, Minnie Dean, aka the Baby Farmer, is the only woman to receive the death penalty in New Zealand. Uh oh. I'm gonna skip over that. <laughs> was the founder of the Yang Dynasty, and he was the first emperor of China. Okay. Huge accomplishment. As so many uh, do, he wanted to be immortal. Of course. Why wouldn't you? So he took his doctors and was like, doctors, you need to fucking make me live forever. You have to find a way. So they were set out to find what was an elixir of mortality, or immortality. <laughs> and if they did not succeed, he would kill them. <laughs> So his doctors quickly discovered, discovered with uh, air quotes, a magic potion. And he started drinking it daily because he was like, this is it. This is the elixir of life. I'm going to become, this is the, like my ambrosia. Yeah. <laughs> but was in this potion you say? It was mercury. Uh-oh. So then he died of mercury poisoning. I think at the same time, like karma. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I'm like still in shock from like the last yeah. When you yeah, read and yeah. then the one no, you No, I read it and like Steph had to watch me just like Ugh. Um, this is one I'm definitely gonna cover at some point. Okay. The Stanford Prison Experiment. Uh horrible. So it's horrible. Like, being, I would say the most one of the uh, yeah, one of the most uh infamous psychology experiments. Mm-hmm. And it was an attempt to determine uh the psychological effects of perceived power and hierarchy. So he took uh, a group of like college students who were volunteers, and he gave them either positions as guards or prisoners. And this is all determined at like at random. <laughs> Unfortunately, this experiment took a very serious and very like dark turn because mm-hmm. the people who were given the guard positions started psychologically torturing the prisoners. And unfortunately, the prisoners accepted it because they perceived themselves as lower in the hierarchy and became submissive. And unfortunately, some started to develop psychiatric conditions as a yeah. consequence of it. Uh, it was so steep of a decline and it was so uh, intense that the experiment only lasted six days because it obviously had extremely questionable moral like morality surrounding it. Yeah. And now it lives on as, like, a benchmark for how quickly people can become cruel. Mm-hmm. And uh, how hierarchy and authority can really get fucking crazy. Fucking wild. 
Um, the next is the Hinterkaifeck murders. Uh, so in 1922, all six inhabitants of a farm were killed with a mattock. Prior to the event, like a couple days before, the uh, one of the victims actually had noticed footprints in the snow leading from the edge of the forest to the farm, but none leading back. Uh-oh. Um, a newspaper confirmed that no one had purchased... Oh, sorry. A newspaper then appeared at the farm and no one had purchased it. So Uh-oh. clearly, like, someone had gone in. Yeah. And six months earlier the maid had actually resigned from the farm saying that the farm was haunted. Oh. Uh. There was a ghost. And to this day, we don't know who committed the murders, but obviously it was like someone who was like, we need to do, to look into that story. Isn't that crazy? We need to cover it. Yeah. Hint or Kaifak murders. I'm taking a screenshot. Mm-hmm. That's creepy. Eh? Mm-hmm. Super creepy. Uh, next one is, uh, one called Braid Alive. So Octavia Hatcher was a woman who lived in Kentucky and unfortunately uh, she lost her infant son. And as a consequence, she uh, fell into a serious depression Mm -hmm. and eventually became extremely sick and went into a coma and became pronounced dead as a consequence. Oh shit. Over the course of the next few days, uh, a bunch of other people in like the local area became ill and had the same symptoms as Octavia, but they eventually recovered. Uh, it, like, as soon as, like, they noticed, like, oh, they have the same symptoms, they start recovering, people were like, oh my god, like, Octavia must have had the same illness. Octavia had been buried a (gasps) lot. So they, like, were like, oh my god, so they started digging up her coffin, and when they opened the casket, they found the lining, the lid was torn from her nails, and Uh, she had tried to claw her way out, but eventually, unfortunately, she died of oxygen deprivation. Um... Consequently, her husband erected a life-sized monument to her. So sad. And some say it was common to be buried alive back in the day. Like, they didn't uh-huh. do autopsies and stuff. So some coffins were actually made with air vents and a bell to ring if you happen to wake up. Imagine being the person on, like, night shift and you're just, like, cleaning up the graveyard and then a ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking run. (laughs) So, this is fucking wild to me. Uh And I'll talk about why I think this happened. Let's talk about the French Revolution. No. Are we on theme? (laughs) On theme. So, during the series of overthrowings and executions with the guillotine, which was developed during the revolution as an expeditious way to kill people, um, a man named Dr. Bourrier was like studying death and like the effects of the guilty and like how one would die. And so he asked a condemned prisoner, Henri Langui, uh, who was about to be executed by the guillotine. Uh, I keep saying that as the most English accent, guillotine. In guillotine. Guillotine. <laughs> so he was like, Henri. Henri. When you are executed. Oh, that's I horrible. Need you, I need you to blink <laughs> as long as possible. <laughs> So Henri ended up blinking for 30 seconds. <gasps> so they say. Hmm. Yeah. And that's all the stories. Well then. Today. That was creepy. I like The it. baby one was the worst. But the I baby one was 100% the worst. You can read about that. Not even the one you didn't read. The one before that. 
Like, I'm sure the one you didn't read was horrible. But the one that we've heard, the baby kidnapping one. Yeah, not good. Nah. Not good. Leave people alone and their babies alone. alone. Just have your own baby if you need one. Mini Dean. Hope you're rotting it. Don't experiment on babies. Well, Mini Dean was lady. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. That's too much. (laughs) That's where I draw the line. Uh, Jesus. My. Oh, my. Christ in a kayak. Well, Steph. It's my turn. So now that I've traumatized you. We're back. Guys, we went for lunch. We did have lunch. (laughs) It was good. I, there's too much too much trauma from like we need to decompress <laughs> all right um, millie vanilli we had poutine i did well actually i did yeah you did yeah, i did poutine all My right brain is done <laughs> poutine was so good so uh if you're listening to this one go we recommend that you pause at this point go get a snack yeah have a snack refuel yeah have some water rehydrate and then come water. back yeah, and then come back galvanized. Because Emma just really that was a went at it. Yeah, it's unforgiving. <laughs> so okay. we are now at round, what is it, four now? Four. Because yes. I have options two and three left. Yeah. Three. So three. Oh. Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh <my> <laughs> it's not going to get better. Great. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's one of those episodes. <laughs> oh, lucky day. Um, even if you guys went through a crap ton of creepy facts, I have one. <laughs> cool. And I want to read it. Cool. I'm ready. Humans have enough bite power to bite off their finger, bone, and all. The only thing stopping us is their brain's natural safety factor. Yeah. It's gross fun gross why you don't put anything in people's mouths when they're seizing including your fingers because you can lose a finger yeah all right yay so this story is a little different than what uh i usually do (laughs) so there's no aliens not this time thank i found my door is opening it's the ghosts (laughs) uh so we are going to visit corpsewood manor (laughs) Is that in a video game? What kind of a name no. is, is Resident <laughs> Evil? This is Corpsewood Manor. I'm very happy that you don't know. Whack ass name. Can you hear crying? Yes. Milo was for sure at the door. He heard Corpsewood Manor and was like, <laughs> excuse me? That sounds like my kind of place. Hey, Milo. Oh, we have a dog situation. Hey, Milo. Everyone up the stairs. Oh. Yeah, Steph's mom got a puppy. He's really cute, and apparently he can climb stairs now. <laughs> They're having an adventure. Yeah, we uh, we have a new dog that's going to be a part of this podcast at one point. He's so cute. <laughs> we'll post a picture. He's a Portuguese water dog. A little tiny terror. Just like the Obamas. Not the, the terror part. No, he's a Portuguese <laughs> water dog. Yeah. Barack's the man. He is. We miss him. Also, really like a hug from Michelle. Yeah. Did she her, come over to Canada. Instagram, it says that she's the hugger in chief. Oh. I know. Anyways, they need to come over and just take care of what's happening here. Guys, they would fix our shit like that. Think of leadership. <laughs> All right, back to Corpsewood Manor. Nice. <laughs> so we are going to do this in sections. 
Okay. And I'm not going to explain you why, because it's all going to come together at the end. It's a different kind of corpses that are in the woods. Potentially. Okay. So, it's actually a wood of corpses. No, it's a manor, and its wood. name is Corpsewood Manor. Why is the wood corpsey? You'll see. What the name is that? This is a fucking Goosebumps novel. Corpsewood Manor is where the demons live. Like, this is some... You chose this, okay? Oh my god. (laughs) So we are going to talk about the man who built Corpsewood Manor. His name is Dr. Charles Scudder. (laughs) Scudder? Like an udder or a rudder? Scudder. S-C-U-D-D-E-R. Oh boy, okay. Um, He was born on October 6th in 1926, and Wawatasa, Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, in a very wealthy family. So he, he no, he did not. I'm this this name is throwing <laughs> me. He did not. Um, he studied in zoology, chemistry, languages, and completed a PhD in pharmacology. That's so cool. educated man. Yeah. And after graduating from Chicago's Lo- Loyola, Lo- Loyola, Loyola, yes, there. Loyola. University, he became an associate professor in pharmacology. It's a good school. Wow. Also was an assistant director of the Institute of the Study of Mind, Drugs, and Behavior. Mm. He believed that he uh, it's believed that the uh, lab and Dr. Scudder uh, have conducted government studies with LSD and its effect on people's behavior. Literally psychedelic. Yeah, mind control experiments. Oh boy. Um, Are you getting into MKUltra? I'm not telling you anything. <gasps> you will discover. Okay. Uh, common words used when describing Dr. Scudder are highly intelligent, uh, interested in almost anything, soft-spoken, but uh, confident, brilliant, charming, po- polished. Evil. Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, Charles, Dr. Scudder, married twice, both marriage ending in divorce. That's too bad. Yes. And from his second marriage, he had four sons. Wow. Saul, Ahab, Fenris, and Gideon. Fenris. Yes. Sounds like a Viking. <laughs> uh, Charles and his sons lived in a beautiful mansion in Chicago. I absolutely loved his mansion. Was it Corpsewood Manor? No. Then why is it in this story? <laughs> You'll see. Uh, he loved the like facade of it, the gothic look. Um, and they had like two, two wings, so it, put enough, it provided enough area for everyone to live together. Everyone had room That's for their own activities. And also, he had two English mastiffs, so Whoa, they all lived baby. together. Yeah. Baby boys. So in 1959, Dr. Scudder hired Joseph Odom. 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 I think Odom. O D O M? O D D O M. Yeah, Odom. I don't know. Odom. Odom. Uh, commonly named Joey as his housekeeper and cook. Joey lived with uh, the family and eventually the pair became a couple. Oh, yeah. Um, so Charles, he was a very, very interested, obviously interesting man. No wonder his marriage is ended in divorce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could have been by, I guess. Yeah. Um, so he's got a large variety of hobbies, drama, music, art, science, language, like a very like educated, interested in everything. Um, of course, the like controversial work he did with LSD yeah. kind of added to like the who is Dr. Scudder? Mystery man. Experimenting uh, on people, hopefully consenting. Also, he had some interesting friendships of note 
Anton LaVey. You don't know? No. Okay. Uh, Was he evil? He is, no. He is an author and also the founder of the Church of Satanism. Fun. Yeah. Um, So when people would ask Dr. Scudder about his religious belief, he would often say that he was a Satanist. He denied joining uh, the church because uh, he didn't want to pay the membership fee. But like later on, <laughs> it was sh- <laughs> it was shown that he did actually send him his card. Yeah. Um, so he said that he was a Satanist or that he was uh, didn't believe in God because, and then would say that he like worshipped the devil and all that kind of more to get like a like a rise yeah a rise yeah. out of people. But also he um, identifies Satanism. Because it was one of the only religion that accepted him as the way that he was. Okay, man. Yeah. Um, he was able to to party. He was able to be homosexual. He um, there's no constraint constraints or judgments. Yeah. yeah. So, in 1976, Charles decided that he had enough of his beloved mansion in Chicago. So fuck this place. Um, the neighborhood was actually getting a bit too violent for him. Huh. His sons. Uh, had moved away and they were living on their own. Uh, and he actually had just lost his youngest son, Ahad. Um, so he was living from the grief of losing his son. And then the other boys were gone. The neighborhood was changing on him. Yeah, um, so it was just time for him to move away. Wow. So him and Joey had decided to just go, go off with their two dogs and live off the grid. The dream. So they bought 20 acres of land near the town of Tryon in Chattooga County, Georgia. That's quite a move. Illinois yeah. to Georgia? Yeah. Sheesh. Um, the the land that he bought was undeveloped mountains, like a mountain forest. We all lives in the mountains. Um, and when the couple arrived at the site of their new home, it was during an ice storm. Okay. They were greeted by, like, just, like, barked like the trees were all bare um they look then there's no like leaves uh as they got closer to where they would eventually build their home there's the corpse a corpse of a dead horse and that's when they decided to name the road leading up to the land dead horse road (laughs) (laughs) so literal (laughs) and eventually they name their site corpsewood manor in honor of the horse in honor of the horse and then the dead the looking trees all Jesus. of that very macabre. yeah so for the next six years uh they worked on their house and on the land six years yeah Jeez. so they planted uh gardens and like and trees to live off of the land nice. uh planted a vineyard to make their own wine joey planted a big rose garden um and that was actually one of his proudest achievements when it came to nice. corpsewood manor for the like blood red roses <laughs> So when it came to the house itself, it took them two years to build it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they refer to it as their mini castle. So Dr. Scudder, Charles, was a huge fan of the Adams family. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I exactly see where this is going. <laughs> so he made sure that the house was built in a gothic style. Of course. Um, so on the road leading up to the house, he nailed a sign in the tree saying, beware of the thing. Yep. Uh, the house didn't have any electricity. They had a wood bur- burning stove in the kitchen, a chemical toilet in an outhouse adjacent to the house. Uh, there's a pink gargoyle 
uh, from his. I love that it was pink. <laughs> uh, it was from his old mansion, brought over there to guard the new home. Uh, and also, uh, one of those many habits he made uh, stained glass windows. So he Ooh. made a bunch for his new castle, and there's also like a lot of gothic paraphernalia all around. My mom and dad's friends uh, does stained glass. Oh really? Show to Melody and Peter. Melody oh. listens to it. She has her posts. Oh hi! Yeah, it's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, so on top of the mansion, they also built a chicken tower that has four, three stories. <laughs> Love it. So on the first floor, chicken coop. Of course. Second floor, storage. Chickens do need storage. Uh, for food and all of that. Yeah. Third floor, the pink room. Just a pink room. The pink room was completely decorated in pink. I love that. It's furnished with mattresses on the floor. It also contained candles, a guest book. For visiting the chickens. Whips, <laughs> chains, and pornography. Nice. It's like the red room. This is the where room. they hosted multiple parties. They would have orgies of other chickens. Yes. That's hysterical. So the couple. Fifty shades of hair. <laughs> um, they would host these like drug and booze infused parties and this is the 60s or 70s at this point? Mm, at this point, we're in the 70s. Nice. Um, Disco time. Yeah, so people, they had it all in the main room over there and our, like, pink room away from the main house. Um, so they were known for the wild parties that anyone, like, you could just knock on the door and be like, sure. Everyone was invited. Jesus. Um, in Georgia, no less. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I we'll see. <laughs> um, oh. But it wasn't the only thing they were known for. They were also known for opening up their land to the locals. Uh, nice. So they would let hunters hunt under under uh, their land as long as they knock on the door and told them, like, hey, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, by the way. Um, they would bring their fruits to Dr. Scudder for him to make wine. Nice. Joey hosted some weddings in his rose garden with uh, Charles playing the harp during the wedding. I'm just looking up what Corpse of Manor looks like. Don't. I want to. See, I just want to see what it looks like after. Oh, don't. Oh my god. Fine. Um. Fine. So they basically had a like very. They built their own castle. Yes. Insulting. <laughs> Fine. They made a castle that I can't even see. You'll see it after. Ugh. So, let's fast forward to December twelfth, nineteen eighty two. Fine. I bet they know what the castle looks like. Yes, they do. Kenneth Avery Brox, who is 17, and Samuel Tony West, who is 30. Did they murder these nice people? They had been at Quartzwood a few times before. They murdered these nice people, didn't they? I don't know. We'll find out. They did in the the pink room. Um, (laughs) Above the chickens. So that night, they decided that they were going to go to Quartzwood. Oh. On the way, they picked up. Samuel's nephew Joey well and Joey was with his friend Teresa so they picked up the, the, the two kids and said like hey we're going to Corsewood party place whatever let's go talk to their uncles so the one thing the dude forgot to tell Joey and Teresa is that they were actually going there to steal the millions that they thought the couple had <sighs> They believe that Dr. Charles and Joey Odom had millions stashed away in the manor and that they wanted that money. Oh, evil people. Mm-hmm. 
So before I went over, knocked on the door, were invited in, they partied, drank, all of that. Then at one point in the evening, Kenneth, uh, the 17-year-old, he went outside to his truck to grab the rifle that was hidden no. in his truck. I knew it. <laughs> and then he proceeded to go shoot Joey four times. <gasps> and then he shot the couple's two mastiffs. Not the boys. Yeah. Not the boys. Brock then went back into the house. Him and Wes took Dr. Scudder, brought him outside to see what they had done to his lover and two dogs. Then they brought brought him back inside where they tied him up and inter- interrogated him. That's evil. Terrified, Joey and Teresa tried to flee. Uh, but oh, when no. they went to the truck, the truck wouldn't start, so they were forced to go back in by the two instigators. Um, so after what's been assumed in the articles, hours of torture, uh, Scudder eventually admitted that they were broke. Yeah. They had spent all of their money on building the mansion, making things like they didn't have any money. So... Um, they shot Dr. Scudder's Scudder five times in his ha- in the head, oh. ransacked the house, and no. fled the scene, stealing Dr. Dr. Scudder's car to escape. I hate this. The following morning, local hunters found the bodies. They had gone to see Joey and Charles to ask their permission to hunt, but they noticed bullet holes in the front doors. Yeah. That's when they went in and saw what happened. So that's what Kind of fast forward to December 15th. So the couple died too? Like the young ones? The niece? No. So they're still with the two murderers at okay. this point. Okay. Um, They like all left in the same car. Oh. Yeah. Because the truck didn't work anymore, right? right. So they didn't, have, they didn't have a chance. They didn't know how to escape. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, I guess we're going with you, Fox. Yeah. They didn't have a choice. Uh, so on December 15th, the four people, uh, the two murderers and the two kiddos we're talking about uh arrive at a truck stop in mississippi where they tried to rob navy officer kirby phelps jesus robbery went wrong they murdered him oh my god um and that's that point where they all split up Teresa and joey immediately turned themselves in uh they didn't really do anything we just like they immediately went to the cops and like told them what happened yeah they're like jesus christ you're safe so as they, since they had no involvement, like you said, like we said, they didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, they weren't charged with anything. Yeah, they're fucking victims too. But the murders, they kept running. Yeah, so on December 20th, cool. Brock returned to uh, Georgia. And this is just so we remember, there's so many names. So that's Kenneth Brock. Yeah. So the 17 year old. Yeah. Um, he returned to Georgia to turn himself in. Good. And then West, and that is Samuel West, the 30 year old. He then turn himself in on December 25th in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Good. So, sentencing-wise, um, West pleaded guilty to two counts of murder and was sentenced to death. Uh, but due to a retrial, his death sentence was changed to life sentences, and he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. Good. And Brock pleaded guilty to two counts of murder and received three life sentences. Hmm. So, what about not kidnapping? They fucking kidnap those people too. Not that I guess it changes anything. Yeah, there's murder anyway. It's like they're going to prison. Still. Um, so about a month after the murders, 
Corpstone Manor was ransacked and burnt to the ground. Oh, that's why you don't want me to look at it. No. Oh. <laughs> um, what about the chickens? <laughs> so obviously, like, people get obsessed with, like, we've seen it in the, some of the stories we've covered. Anytime there's a murder, people just, like, need Miles here. Yeah. Um, so people were, like, in fraud with the, the murder and um, kind of, like, Oh, no, I should be lying down. Yeah, Maya's gonna Milo. attack you. Ah! <laughs> Lie down, monkey. So while Emma's getting uh, licked to death by Milo. Milo. <laughs> um, so, so this place became this huge sensation. People needed to go and people needed a memento. Oh, yeah. So after having it been it's kind of burnt to the ground, <laughs> they like started taking mementos. So it would either be... Um, Ow! Don't claw me! <laughs> yeah, he hits if you don't pet him. Jesus, you psycho. <laughs> Um, and then the ruins, the ruins slowly started to be smaller and smaller with oh, how many people. Like, Thanks for the shred of wood. Well, that's the thing. People kept like, yeah. it was a structure, but people kept thinking like a brick and a this and a that. And it just became smaller and smaller. Yeah. However, that's not the only, like the murder itself is horrible. Yeah. But what is more horrible, um, well, not more horrible, but which also, um, after the murder, there is a media frenzy. Where their lifestyle was vilified. Oh no! So people started talking about like, like these evil homosexuals the and their occult homosexuals. Um, Look. and like the two victims were like at one point they were just completely vilified in the press. Oh, and they've been so nice to the community. Yeah. Um. So there's rumors of devil worshiping, worshiping sex parties and, and sex crazes. Um. <laughs> Rumors that a devil was conjured to protect the grounds. Um, soon, Miles stopped eating the plant. Yes. Charles and Joey became known as the queer devil worshippers, and not the nice local uncles of the area. Yeah. Um, and that's what who they were and how they treated their neighbors before was completely forgotten. So these men who made wine and. Just sounds nice. Not that they were not the office on stuff. They were like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm now looking at pictures of Corpse of Manor. Yes. Now, now I can see what it looks like. So the reason why I was attracted to Corpse of Manor is because it's got paranormal activity. And it's called Corpse <laughs> It's um, cool. It's now known as Devil Worship Mountain, which is sad. Yeah. Um, but one thing to note is that remember those people who stole little mementos? Yeah. They brought they them first. back. <laughs> they had to return them to the property because they soon realized that they were cursed after. Oh, shit. Uh, so the the people, right after b- removing something from the, the property, some people had cancer, financial issues, uh, general misfortune, death. And it was told that for, you, for the, them to lose the curse, they had to bring back the memento and apologize. So slowly the ruins started to build be back. They started to be ba- built back up again. Yeah. Um, to what it kind of was its original state, but it's still just like ruins around, but you have a general sense of what it was. Yeah. Um, also, like no one goes there anymore. Yeah. So nature has completely taken over. Aside from the curse, if you do decide to go and visit, uh, you will have the sense of always being watched. 
when walking around the property, you will hear footsteps following you around even if there's no one there. Yes. Um, and then the footsteps, as you're walking, they, while they're following, they tend, they tend to become faster and faster and faster to the point where you feel like yes. someone's running after you. Uh, some people who have described this, they even said, like, there's ravines. They could hear someone running after them, and then they saw footsteps in the water, even if there's no one there. Sheesh. Um, and then people can also, when they're in visit, go, they can hear someone playing the harp, oh. which they think it's Dr. Charles Scudder who loved to play his harp. Charles. And then other people say that they can hear dog barking. That makes me so yeah. sad. Many people thinking that it's the couple's dogs are still grounds, guarding the grounds. Oh my god, I found a picture of them and one of their dogs. It makes me so I sad. know, such a good picture. I know the one you're talking about. He's just a baby. He's doing a big lean. He's just the pink room. So that is the story of Corpsewood Manor. That's so sad. Very sad. I love their big pink gay gargoyle. I found that great. <laughs> Wow. They're just like a couple who minded their own business or nice to people and then you have these two freaking shitheads. Oh, there's another picture with one of their dogs. (laughs) Man. Yeah. Don't do a murder. No, leave people alone. And like, as much as like, don't kill people, it's sad. I just hate how they like twisted it around. Yeah, they were they were nice members of society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want some devious stuff, whatever. But I mean, like, same that it was at their home. Their own. People showed up willingly. Like, they didn't yeah. went around and be like, "Hey, yeah." Also, go to my pink like, room. Their community was clearly participating. Yeah, so they minded their own stone, business. Stones and glass houses. Oh, very sad story. So sad, and the dogs. Yes. Too. Yes. Wow, what a cheerful episode this has been for you guys. Yeah. Go uh, get, like, candy and chocolate. I'm literally now, like, lying down under a blanket. <laughs> we apologize. We will maybe try to do better next time. Now we're doing what we want. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for inviting me. Thank you for listening. Keep encouraging us. Uh, Keep it creepy. Ha <laughs> ha. Rate. Like, like and subscribe to more, to more content to make Review. you lie stare into the void. We uh, really would appreciate your encouragement, whatever you can do. Um, it'd be very helpful. We want to, you know, make this become something. Don't forget to go into our uh, episode about cults, the first one, and say that you want to learn about geese. <laughs> I think it's important that I remind you guys of that on a weekly basis. Um, so yeah, so whatever you can do, if you can share, you can download, leave us a review. Um, we really appreciate it. We want to keep building this little uh, podcast of ours and give so you guys more fun dog. stuff. Post pictures of your <gasps> yes. dogs. We'll post pictures of our dogs, introduce you to the dogs of Creepy Vibes Only. Yeah. CBO bloodhounds. Neither of which are bloodhounds. No. <laughs> and you guys can send us your pictures. Yeah. Of your dogs. Just dogs. Of pets. That's no it. dirty pictures. Ew. Yeah. I, just, I feel like I had to. Yeah, no. Clarify. Don't be weird. <laughs> don't be weird. We're not. So, yeah. Okay, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Creepy Vibes Only. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Creepy Vibes Only Podcast. And you can send us an email at cvopodcast at gmail.com. 
Remember to subscribe wherever you listen, download our episodes, and please leave us a review, ideally a really nice one. Thanks for vibing and keeping it creepy with us. We will see you next week. Bye. So he was like, Henri, Henri, when you are executed, oh, that's I, need horrible. You, I need you to blink <laughs> as long as possible. <laughs>